your ball in the trees and then you live out the park. But if you've got a little time, then come and spend it with us. Cause now you're listening to the Rough Cut. Hello, 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 and welcome down to the Rough Cut Golf Podcast. Joining you on a bleary-eyed morning following a very late showing of the US Open, where rising star of the golfing world, Wyndham Clark, held some of the very best players in the world at bay to secure his first major championship and to leave every eye not dry at LA Country Club. I am joined here by my co-hosts, Mick and Kieran. Jacob is currently nursing a monumental hangover following a wedding down in Hereford. And yeah. first of all, okay. we need a very quick show of hands. Uh-huh. And, well, maybe verbally for people listening. <laughs> I stayed up and watched the whole thing. Yep. Kieran? Did you? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> you tried yeah, to. <laughs> I was. I tried to. I was. I was. Thought I was going strong, and then I don't remember falling asleep. So, how many holes did you get through? That's the real question. Um, well, I remember seeing. I remember them like going through the turn. So, okay. it, I think it's about half, well, like one o'clock. About one o'clock. I remember seeing him turning to the first tee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember the turn in his backswing on the first. <laughs> How about you, Mick? You- um, so I caught probably the first five holes of McElroy's group and then I had to put my kids to sleep at some point. So I uh, caught that and then I tried to get some sleep myself. But then I magically woke up at about 2.30 and I was like, oh, I wonder what hole they're on. Just going down the 15th. Great headphones back on <laughs> watch yeah. the watch the rest watch him come in and 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 hoped that you know win them well listen i know lots of people were hoping that rory would win i don't i don't know if you're allowed to hope that someone three putts the final green on a major so that you're <laughs> <laughs> are you allowed to hope that i don't know I, to, be, to be honest i was by, by that point um and we'll get into the, the full details of the us open surely but i think by that point i was very happy that he actually two put to win because I, I couldn't have I couldn't have stayed away for a playoff. That'd have been oh, next level. Right, yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm. Yeah, you know, as much as I want Rory to win another <laughs> yeah. one, I was yeah, not yeah. offered sitting I don't, there for another I, half. I don't, I, don't, I don't want it that much. Yeah, I don't even imagine there was a, there was enough light. Probably not light for it. No, yeah. we will get onto that oh, in yeah, a moment as well. What a nightmare! Um, uh, if you are watching this on the YouTube channel, hope you hopefully you enjoyed that new intro. We are notionally onto our second season of the Rough Court Golf Podcast now, even though it's a continuing thing. Yeah, um, yes. It's a new season, but we're, there's actually no difference. We're, we're, we're past, <laughs> I, I would say we're past phase one. Like we were in the experimental stage. We're finding our feet. We were trying new things. We're on a gap year. Now <laughs> we are fully back into it and yeah. our experimentation will continue but i think we've got a little bit more of a solid format so what, yeah. what episode is this 26 uh, this is 27 27. 27. 27 wow wow 27 weeks we managed to keep this up we are yeah we are and pros. that's quite good isn't it? to run out of things to say um <laughs> thankfully that is because we have golf to talk about and this week you know we have a major championship we have one of the biggest weeks in the golfing calendar and it was a u.s open you know always in my lifetime, known as the hardest test in golf, the toughest major, was played over an exceptionally easy golf course <laughs> at LA Country Club. Um, I'm, you know, I'm riffing a little bit there, but yeah. there was some very, very good things about this event, and I think there was some very, very not quite right questionable mm. questionable mm. yeah not yeah. quite right yeah mm. questionable thank you uh, as you can see i have my uh, double coffee yeah. on the go here get, get that down your son <laughs> so i think we should probably start with first of all thoughts on this course because it hadn't hosted a major championship before it had hosted some amateur events 
and it is due to go back there, I think, in 2039, which seems wow, randomly far ahead in the future. Um, That's a lot of prep. I don't know why they're planning that far in advance. You know, who knows what's going to happen, but yeah, yeah. it does seem quite random for it to be that far in advance. So what were our takeaways? I liked the... Uh, I thought the golf course was beautiful. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. I thought that it looked great on film. I look. I thought that the, you know, the shots that the players were asked to hit were quite interesting. Like I didn't feel like there was ever a kind of like boring straight flat shot with no, you know, no danger. So that was good. Um, I did feel like me and Jacob were talking before the tournament about what we thought the wing score was going to be and like you said, because the US Open is historically the hardest major, we were thinking a seven under or a kind of four or five under might be mm. where we were looking at for the winner. Um, it ended up being kind of, was it 10 in the end? Yeah, 10 under, but after the first day, it was eight under. Yeah, so anyway, so that that's the, the kind of a very telling uh, piece of evidence that the course was much easier than in previous years. Mm. Um, the fact that it's never hosted a major before, you can kind of tell why, because I don't think necessarily that the infrastructure of the course and the the club itself was set up to host something as big as mm. as big as that but tournament. It's also an extremely like exclusive golf course. Yeah, like it's a which I think is part of the, the extreme, yeah. which is yeah. part of the problem. I think like yeah. they they held back tickets and you know. It, it it did have a little bit of a weird a yeah. weird vibe. Mm. I felt. We'll get onto the crowd in a moment because that is, I would say, a little bit of heavily publicised hearsay. Yeah, I think everyone is yeah. pretty, everyone is pretty sure it happened, but like we're not actually had anyone come out and confirm yeah. that yet. Mm -hmm. So we'll get onto that in a moment. I, I think I think for me, obviously, the course got more US Open like the longer the week went on because it got sunnier, it got firmer, things started to bounce a little bit. You started to see people going to kind of areas of the course that you hadn't seen on the first day. Right. I think the width of the fairways was a little bit silly at times. Um, they did have some quite severe slopes and you had to hit the correct part of the fairway on a few holes. But like, for example, like I said, I'm very happy that Wyndham Clark won. There is no way on the final round of a major you should hit a drive that far from where you're aiming and it still end up in the fairway. <coughs> like yeah. you, you could Excuse have me. landed a seven three seven on down the, that fairway. Is that the on the eighteenth? It was massive. Yeah. I was like, oh wow, he's lost it. Yeah. And, mm. and as it, he's as you see the tracer fly away, you're like, yeah. oh my God, he's lost a tournament. Like, like Rory's it, gonna get in. Like suddenly sat up. And I think that was the first time this week where actually I've seen an aerial of the eighteenth. And I was like, wow, that, that is that is like St. Andrews, first and mm, 18. Yeah. It's mm. unbelievably wide. Yeah, it was It was to the point where I think going up 18 or maybe going up 17, it came up with Wyndham Clark's stats. He hit, he hit every fairway and every green for the whole weekend. On the 18? Potentially, yeah. That was ludicrously easily. Mm. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I always... For a last hole, I always like to see it have a little bit more... There's a little bit more excitement to it. I, yeah. I, I didn't really feel that that last course was going to cause as many potential catastrophes or give any really rewards, you know. Yeah. It's just a 
pot, a par, 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 it? Yeah, a par, par was a good score. Yeah, you weren't, yeah. They, they, were, they weren't asking you to make any kind of judgment decisions, really. They were like, hit it as far as you can. Don't yeah. worry about if it goes left or right, because you'll find it. it. It was just a smash. Yeah. And to be fair, those last three holes, um, very, very long stretch in, all par fours, all over 500, I think. Yeah. Um, but they were hitting they were hitting 300 and something drives, which leaves them wedges and mm, nine irons yeah, in, it which was, is not... It, it, it was quite strange, wasn't it? Because like the, the yardages on the golf course, when you looked at a card, you were like, oh my God, 540-yard par four. But mm. then the elevation changes, the mm. slopes of the course meant that you know these drives were going absolutely millions of miles. Yeah. And then like the par threes, oh my God, it's a 300-yard par three, and yeah. Rory's <laughs> sticking a four iron in there. Yeah. I don't know if it's Rory and he hits it a million miles, but yeah. you, know, you, you had that landing point in the front where you could run it in. So I kind of felt that some of the yardages were maybe... They didn't play that number. Yeah, they, it, were, they were a shower, not yeah. a grower. <laughs> Inversely to the 18th, I think the first was quite fun to watch. Like, you know, people get up with a little bit of nerves about to go out on their round or maybe, you know, to go and try and defend their lead mm. that they've built mm. up. And then that tee shot was pretty... It was fun watching Rory just munch it yeah, every Rory, day. Yeah, every day so just good. munched it, didn't yeah. he? Absolutely. Like 380 sort of. Yeah, it was a, it was a, I think it was a three eight nine in there potentially. Yeah, yeah. and again, I, I quite like an opening par five because it does it does help get the round off to a like a flying start at times. You see Harris English's drive though. Mm, oh yeah, smashed oh, it into it. the yeah. grandstand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we will again. We'll get onto the crowd in a minute. It's it miles off to the right hand side. Oh there is God. a grandstand in a bunker. <laughs> and someone picked his ball up. Yeah, someone picked his ball up. Like, what was going on over that side of the hole? I've no idea. Not I didn't really. actually see anyone over there apart from Harris English. But yeah, some guy picked the ball up and then it pans out. And then there's a hospitality section of a stand in the bunker to the right of that hole. I'm, I, I just didn't understand yeah. anything that was going on down that point. Mm. But Rory, like I say, Rory absolutely munched those drives every day down that hole. Mm. And you just felt as soon as he hit that first tee shot, you're like, oh, he's off to an amazing start. This is going to be great. But you couldn't tell because the crowds were not going wild, yeah. shall we say. Yeah, it felt quiet, didn't it? Well, it had. And again, this is something that I, I just read from a respected journalist. You know, I, I don't see how the numbers wouldn't be correct. But there was 23,000 tickets available per day, which doesn't seem a lot. No, it doesn't. Again, no. it depends. Can you give us a reference as to you know, the Open or somewhere like that? Yeah. How many tickets do they knock out on a day for the for another major? It, it is so it's so course dependent, right? So I've got a feeling that twenty three thousand tickets is subjective to the fact that LA Country Club has a lot of slopes, maybe not as many places to actually watch. Yeah, because you did find it a little bit. There were patches of the course during the last round where all of a sudden you thought, oh my God, there's people here. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. cheering. And then there's some holes you look behind the green, there's no, no one, one there. there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a little bit weird, but apparently, apparently, again, this has not been confirmed by my sources on the ground. <laughs> the, did, you have any sources? did you have any sources on the ground? <laughs> too many sources. Um, the, a lot You're of like Heinz. <laughs> a lot of the tickets for this event were bought up by the very wealthy members of LA Country Club. A lot of the tickets went to uh, corporate hospitality as well, which you could buy, but it's exceptionally expensive. Yeah. Uh, so in reality, there's only about kind of 10,000 true mashed potato golf yeah. American Bubba, Bubba screaming Bubba. fans yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in there. Now, listen, I think, I think sometimes, you know, American crowds do get the mick take out taken out of them quite a bit for the fact that they do shout things like that mm -hmm. and it does get a little bit boisterous at times it doesn't make a lot of sense but american golf crowds they are fantastic 
in unison at creating an atmosphere. Mm. Yep. And like the US Open is something which should have that atmosphere, it should have that tension, and it just felt a bit flat. And then when you didn't have that crowd, all you could hear was a bloody blimp. Yeah, there were planes. Was it a helicopter or something? What was what was that like? A continual humming. It was. Just, I don't know. It was. It was just like a constant stream of aircraft flying low around the golf course. It didn't make. It just. It, the whole kind of atmosphere seemed very, very strange to me, um, and mm. I, I, it just didn't. It didn't feel like a major. Mm. It, did, it. It to me, I, I I completely understand what you're saying. It did have a little bit of that flatness until you kind of what you had to do was kind of like uh, remove the, those aspects from the game and just concentrate who was pl- on who was playing. I kind of found myself the first couple of days being like, There's no, why is no one watching Rory? Why is no one following mm, yeah, yeah, Fleetwood yeah. or DJ or Bryson? Like Bryson's probably hitting these drives miles, but we're not seeing it and the crowds aren't following them around. Eventually you just have to get to the point where you're like, these guys are destroying this golf course yeah, yeah. until the fourth day, you know, when it, when it did harden up. But it did feel very, very odd to, you know, not, not have the players have to compete with the crowd at times. Rory going up 18, you know, he stepped off his shot because the crowd was so loud, mm. but that was only because there was only one hole left. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone was there Everyone at that point. Yeah. All of a sudden realized, oh my God, here they are. <laughs> yeah. The members are out for the first time. Yeah, They're like, oh, 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 are there actually people playing golf? <laughs> All the members were out waiting for the tea to clear. Like, yeah. Trying to get yeah. a twilight around it. Yeah, of course. Well, these boys take a long time. Yeah, it was late, wasn't it? It, it was, it was just so late. Like, what time did, what time did it actually finish? Because I'm... Like uh, three? Just before three. Yeah. yeah well, their last putt went in before three. Yeah. That doesn't mean they did a, a present. I went to sleep before they yeah, so gave a trophy What time out. did they tee off? They tee off at like... 11 for us? Le- yeah, no, like, uh, it's their time. What time is that their time? It's, we were eight hours behind. So... Matt. In front. Yeah, half, I, know, I remember Roy's was half ten, so that's half two. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, well... But they could have easily gone off earlier. Way and, earlier, yeah, and yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I think we have to obviously understand that you know, we're talking from a very European perspective. Yeah, but even the, even the players were saying like they were going down. Wyndham Clark. It, Clarks, it might it? have been seventeen. Yeah, seventeen, where the sun is directly into your eyes as you're hitting your tee shot, and they were all. He, he actually eighteen. 18 he hit his yeah, tee yeah. shot, and he was like, "Don't know, yeah. don't know where it's going. <laughs> no idea." Yeah, well, Clark said after the um, relatable on the fir- on the sorry on the Saturday when he bogeyed like seventeen or eighteen, like he said that that's purely because of like the light and stuff like that. Yeah. So wow, you know. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was some very strange decisions. And I think, I don't know, I, I would have loved to have seen that course. It isn't, you know, all down to the USGA. The fact is, you know, you do have weather that you can't control. Mm-hmm. But I would have liked to see it play as firm and as fast as it did on the last day or throughout the week. I think, yeah. that, I think that would have made a much more interesting spectacle in many respects. Um, but, I mean, you can't take anything away from Wyndham Clark winning this because... It was a fantastic performance all week. And, you know, yep. it was him realistically. I think after those first few holes, we all kind of knew that it was going to be Rory or Clark. You know? yeah. yeah, it would. It, listen, Fleetwood made a little bit of a late charge, but I think you're <laughs> yeah. right. Like uh, people were, I had a little bit of hope for, you know, uh, for Cam Smith to kind of yeah, yeah. come up. The, and, come up. And Ricky as well. Ricky, I was, yeah. I was, yeah. Like, I was it, for me, I was torn yeah. between Ricky or Ricky or Rory. And I genuinely was like thinking, I actually don't know who I want. Because obviously Rory, because obviously, you know, he needs to get another major. But then Ricky as well, because he's had quite a bad time at the yeah, moment the, the, recently. The, there's always uh, like... Golf. There's always in the last round of a major, you know, in the contenders, there's mm. always someone who drops away. And after those first few holes, it just... 
I, you just get a sense that mm. it was going to be Ricky. Like, he just wasn't hitting his numbers. Like, he was hitting shots that he just hadn't hit all week. Yeah. Putts weren't funny. dropping. Yeah. Yeah. You, you could just kind of tell. But bear in mind, he's not been in this situation for years. No, no, no. Yeah, 100%. But he has been in it before. So I thought he was... I didn't think that was going to be his issue. I just thought it was going to be... I don't know. I, yeah. Whether it, it was a late charge from someone else. I thought he was going to be pretty solid. Whereas he wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it's not a... It's obviously not a new situation for him to be in a position to contend to win, but it's been a long time. Long, long time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you, you do, not that you forget, but you just, you, you just kind of not sensitized to that kind of environment as much as he has been. Yeah. And the fact is, it is amazing. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's yeah. extra amounts of pressure. It was, it was lovely to see him up there, though, like competing and so Because last year, mm. um, he was like the, the first reserve last year so yeah, like he first was ultimate. he went there and like was on the range just practicing hoping someone would uh did you see this no yeah. i didn't see this it was, it was basically all day at uh brookline last year yeah it was just grinding on the range hoping that someone would zelatoris and he'd get to go and play yeah, yeah. yeah. and no one did and no one did oh, that's so especially sad. zelatoris yeah, so so, yeah. to go from that to then like leading on the final day leading pretty much every day wasn't he after 18 mm, after well, 18 yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. 36 54 so yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, it, like I said, it, it was good to see him back, and I think a lot of people wanted to see him win. But yeah. I don't think there was a great expectation of him winning. Of course, <laughs> of course, the expectation was on Rory. But I, I, I don't really think we can take anything away from winning the club. I mean, no. I, I love his swing. I yeah, love I was going to say, talk, talk us through the swing. So, yeah, we, what's we, the, yeah, we fundamentals of it? Had a video come out last week end of last week uh where we played night golf in turkey and one of the things you were saying on the tee boxes was like i'm i'm trying to channel my inner wyndham clark and i was like <laughs> that is such a niche re for me at the time obviously it was like that's such a niche reference like talk well, us through the swing and, and why I, it, why it feels and looks so good well i think when we recorded that he just won his first but he was a he he, he knows I, I really like golfers who like really know their game and just like play their game like yep. he is a absolute smasher of the golf ball he sends it but everything's a cup and mm. at times okay. everything is a huge cup yeah. like it's mm. a semi slice back uh, yeah into at, at what point does that transition into slice um as soon as you start like pointing right with your club but around that golf course because he could aim left and just swing hard because the fairways were generally quite wide apart from a few as we mentioned it just really suited him mm. and his short game under that pressure yeah. was mm amazing some like, like incredible touch around the greens when he really needed it oh well, i think he was on the 11th the 295 yard par three down the hill he um hit it left of the green again because it was bouncy that was an area i've not actually seen before that week right yeah and he just had to hit a flop off a tight lie to a tight pin he almost boxes it holes out for a par and you're like man this is this is his yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's moments in a in a tournament like that where you're like oh okay yeah this guy's if this guy doesn't mess up he's he's in the zone like well, he just can't get things wrong i mean he, he he actually made it more interesting than maybe it should have been so he whacks it on that par five in two and everybody amazing shot everyone's like well this is his mm. you know this is his makes his birdie and like rory makes a bogey um makes a bogey on the next hole or a par no he just pars it right so like Wyndham Clark goes ahead and it like by three and it's like, you know what, he's not he's not gonna give this up, he's just playing so well. And then all of a sudden he throws in two to through two bogeys in a row. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well maybe I can't go to bed now. Maybe <laughs> maybe I do have to watch yeah. it. Um and then yeah, he just had to we were just hoping and just 
praying that Rory would make a putt, make mm. a birdie. It just didn't happen. The putter was the putter was cold again. Oh, it was frozen. Yeah, reminiscent of like final round St Andrews. Yes, it, it did. It did like feel like that. You're like, all he has to do is get some of these to go yeah, in, and yeah. he's the tournament is. It it was. It's a perfect analogy. Like I'll. It's my, it was one of my first real experiences of like doing any live kind of country work and like being on a range at a major championship last year at the Open and being up close and personal with the players and stood behind Rory on the range just before he was about to go out for that final round. There was no doubt in my mind that he was going to win by about eight because yeah. he was hitting the ball like I've never seen the ball hit before. Wow. It, it was unbelievable you just stood there and he was smashing these irons and they were just like going through the same spot in the air the drives were flying 320 through the air and it was just easy and it was just it just looked incredible mm. if you'd have made me bet right then i'd have put thousands on him like there wow. was no way he was going to lose yeah. but it was exactly the same like he was smashing the ball off the tee. He had great control of his irons. I'm pretty sure he hit 15 out of 18 greens on his final round. I'm pretty sure during the week he's hit 83 or 85 percent of all his greens in regulation. Wow! At a U.S. Open. Yeah, like, yeah that it, is it shouldn't. Of. It shouldn't be that easy, should it? Really? Yeah. He's so he's, he's always a, he's a freak hitting the ball incredibly well, and him and Wyndham Clark actually had. Uh, the same scores every day apart from Thursday where Rory shot a 65 and Wyndham shot a 64. And that was the one-shot difference all week. Wow. Yeah. So, Crazy, isn't it? I mean, they both, yeah, like I said, they both shot um, kind of level par on that last round. But it was more... It's amazing. Like, they both shot level par on that last round. There's only one shot in it. And yet it feels like Wyndham Clark won it and Rory lost it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas actually there's so little between them just because mm. his putter was so cold. He lost two strokes on the field, uh, strokes gained on his putting on the final round. God. Now you could, you could argue that he's hitting a lot more greens in regulation. So when you see him miss, you know, eight, nine putts, you're like, oh, he's just not holding anything. But in fact, like he's just hitting a lot more greens than everyone else. He's giving himself more opportunities right, from, yeah. from a distance. So where your, your ratio of, Putts actually taken goes up, exactly. doesn't it? So, yeah. so in a US Open, if you're hitting an approach about 20 foot from the pin, that's a really good shot. But you're only realistically going to be holding about 20% of those putts max. Mm. But he didn't hold anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, literally nothing um, all day. And he, he's, he was a bit tentative at times, but he also hit some great putts mm. that just didn't drop. And it was just like... <sighs> yeah. Sorry, that's my little, yeah. little it's, rant it's, over. It, it, it is horrible. Like, and and of course, we would all like to see him. He said himself, like, no one wants to, no one wants him oh. to win an, another major more than he does. And we're all sat there, you know, quiet, maybe not so quietly, like rooting for him over almost anyone else. Mm. Yeah. Maybe bar Ricky at, at points during the weekend. Um, but it's just so hard to watch someone who you know has it in them just come up woefully short just each time you're like yeah. you're sat there like this is going to be the one like it feels like a rory course you know or you know he's hitting his driver like this weekend hitting his driver like no one else is unbelievable all his irons are great just couldn't get the ball in the hole yeah but what was that stat as well like rory's got like the lowest second place score at the us open or yeah. something like that yeah the the, the yeah. best score to not win best score to not win so any <laughs> other time he would have won no <laughs> nobody has finished better second than Rory. Yeah. <laughs> like so in any other US Open, like he, he again He would have won he, it. He would have won it, but yeah. he didn't. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you think that you literally just can't account for someone just having the weekend of their life? But it, it wasn't like yeah. Wyndham Clark yeah. played exceptional golf, and I think everyone's pretty much on board the Wyndham Clark bandwagon now. You know, everyone's mm. appreciating what a great player he is. The Wyndham Winnebago. Oh, <laughs> very good. The Wyndham Winnebago. Um, and I was, it, it was just, oh, again, he had a glorious chance to win. Yeah. Because he was striking it so well. He had chances, well. like he had chances to be out ahead. Yeah. Points. Just couldn't do it. I just don't know. I, I'm, I'm almost getting a little bit of like, because I want him to win so much and I get emotionally invested in it. It's just, it's it's too tiring. Like, yeah. I'm going to, I might, I'm going to give him Royal Liverpool where I can get on board the Rory bus again. Yeah. The Rory Rover, whatever. Yeah. Rover, British brand, gone. The Rory Range Rover. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so by a Jaguar world. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't. We don't need to go into like the very specifics. Of <laughs> 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 the show where they're from. <laughs> Traditionally, a British yeah, brand. Yeah. <laughs> so the Rory Rolls, I reckon. Oh, okay. 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 Very good. Rory Rolls would be good. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll, I'll give him Royal Liverpool, where I can get fully invested again. Uh, but and you're going to be but, there but, as well yeah, like, in, the, be in, in the and, flesh and, and not have to stay up till 3am yeah. yeah. like, you can go to bed at a nice time I'm going to be sat there behind the 18th I'm going to be I'm going to be on the green I'm going to get some passes I'm just going to sit oh, there stare hold the flag for it stare <laughs> I'm going to, once my work is done I want a caddy because I don't, I don't think I'm doing any kind of on-course commentary or anything so as soon as my work's done on the yeah, range everyone's I'm, left the range I'm going to head down onto that 18th green I'm going to stay there for five hours I'm going to watch every single putt I'm going to get Harry's number I'm just going to text him I'm going to let him know every single break off that last green. Yeah. Because it's going to come down to it again. You get, just know it. Get the drone up and get the overhead so you can get all the angles. Honestly, get the I, putt view glasses on. That's what I'll do. I will wear the putt view glasses in the stand. <laughs> bit more left, Rory. Bit more left. Oh. Two cups. Two. God, that'd be amazing. Just imagine. Yeah, so the, I, the level oh. of cheating just goes up yeah. now that the, <laughs> the putt view is out. So I'm just, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then that's it. Then I'm out. If Roy doesn't win a roll up, I'm out. I'm like, I'm, I'm never ruining it. Well, this yet. is the thing. I have been saying, probably for the since the since the Masters, I have been saying sometimes under my breath, I don't know he'll, if he'll ever win again. And part of me is thinking he is struggling so much that maybe it won't. And then the other half of me is thinking, well, if I just like, I'm really negative about it. Yeah, maybe he'll. Turn reverse, it around and reverse odds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't want to root yeah. for him too hard because then you do get that like un, un, I, he seems to have unlimited potential to disappoint. Mm. <laughs> but <laughs> there is also that little bit of me that thinks this could be the one. Yeah, well, Liverpool, Liverpool. Liverpool could be it. Yeah. It's interesting, though, isn't it, with Rory? Like I read something before. I think it was a tweet or a news article. Like Rory never ever gets credit for the consistency in finishing so many times in like the top five of a major mm. his second places are always a hell of a lot more disappointing than someone finishing in like third or fourth yeah correct because we know what he's capable of like mm. like scheffler yeah, he oh, did gosh. nothing did he rubbish he did he, he, did, did, he nothing. did nothing and yet there he is yeah 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 near the top of leaderboard yeah, 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 yeah. cold putter fair, fair place wasn't it, or something like that? yeah fair place yeah, fair yeah place. Th third place and, and we're not talking about it. Where, where the hell did he come from yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. nobody but nobody's talking about the number one player in the world having such a disappointing last yeah. round yeah yeah, oh, yeah, we, yeah i mean we yeah. can talk about one of the top three players in the world having a disappointing entire weekend is ram all right <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's top 10 like, this is, this no, no, no 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 hold on R rory Ram and scheffler are both right up there the, the other two best in the top three 
what the bloody hell has happened to Ram yeah, since the Masters? Ram was just angry the whole week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. He was yeah, an yeah. angry it was, man. It wasn't, it wasn't going his way. And then he fires him, was it 65? 65 last day. But like, even then, um, I saw some like, um, some stuff on Twitter, like when he was going to the scoring hut, like he has his putter and he just Oh this, yeah, that was like on the this first ball. or second day. Though. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. right. Oh, I thought that was He's the gone, last day. Now you're investing in fake news. Man. Yeah, I love that the came. Anger. I only saw that on Sunday, so I thought, it, and it was like after his round. So I thought it was it was because of that. Yeah. But get the yeah. context. That's important yeah, to get on. context. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, like, did, he's, did, he's did just it, been did sad. It, did it not cross your mind? I think God, he's just shot sixty-five. Yeah, he's very angry at that sixty-five. Well, there was a few times where, like, because we saw we saw quite a lot of coverage before. Obviously, the big guys sort of went off and. The amount of times I saw him, like, just one of the putts just miss or, you know, just go off to the right. Like, he'd be so annoyed. Yeah. He'd be so annoyed at himself. But it's, again, like, he knows he knows how good he can yeah, be and has been this year already. So yeah. you can imagine the disappointment yeah, when it doesn't just come got, together in a major. Yeah, he's just got extremely high standards. Yeah, right. Yeah. Rahm's at that point now, though, where his focus is majors. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it's been like that for a few years, but, like, your everyday, well, your every week PJ Tour event to him, it's great to win it, yeah. but yeah. he's not focused. Yeah, on if that. I need to, bu- if I need to buy more like uh, more cereal and stuff, then I'll go and win a, like a random <laughs> tour event. But he I'm not is, here for that. Yeah, he is now legacy driven. Like he just yeah. wants mm. to back the big ones, mm. um, and uh, yeah. and one that he doesn't have. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's, well, he's got you. He's got you. Yeah, but, but that's his next job, isn't it? Is to get some more that he doesn't already yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Liverpool's coming. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got two, isn't he? Yeah, so he needs PGA and Open, and yeah, yeah, PGA and Open. Um, and I kind of think that he, li- I've literally forgot that he won the Masters, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, 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 what I mean? No, honestly, no. So did I? Just like, I had to remind myself. Uh, yeah. It, it's on Seve's birthday. Yeah. 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 It is interesting with the Masters ones, actually. Like, if it's not a dramatic Masters, it, it slips. Yeah. yeah. Just slips yeah. from my mind. They have to. The thing is, even if the tournament's like a little bit watered down and disappointing, they still have to give the jacket to someone. <laughs> but they can't just well, be like, Brooks, I'm yeah. sorry, there weren't any well big done. stories this year. So Brooks, Brooks yeah. messed that one up. Yeah. And he knows it. He, yeah. yeah. Brooks wasn't. Brooks wasn't. Um, Firing not like I thought it was gonna. No, he wasn't, he wasn't a fan of the court. He, yeah. he wasn't a fan of the course. There was quite a few people who but, weren't fans of the yeah, course. Didn't like Hovland, it, yeah, you know, and they've all been very expressive about that as well. So you know, they've it's, not, they've not held that in. You know? I, I think with, um, I think with the U.S. Open, something which is, it comes across every year. People know what a U.S. Open is. People understand that when you go to a U.S. Open, you are going to be faced with a monster of a course, which mm. is firm it's bouncy slightly unfair the rough's going to be thick you're going to be yeah. challenged in every aspect of your game especially mentally yeah and, just and, like that. and also like not rewarded entirely based on how well you've hit the ball like you can hit it perfectly and still not get yeah. what you wanted out of it and you're there to like you're there to grind you know yeah. where that part is a great it's a great part yeah, we yeah. didn't we didn't really get that this weekend no yeah. it just didn't feel like that at all and i think with Every single major, we've, we've already spoken about this, like every single major, it's interesting for different reasons. I think the USPGA is always the one that people don't quite understand what the kind of profile of it is. You identity know, of it. Well, yeah, the identity. What's it actually giving? The other ones are pretty much self-explanatory. And I think this yeah. this was, was one where the US Open didn't quite have that, yeah. apart from like the last day. Like the last day is the first day. For yeah, I was going to say the PGA kind of, I thought that was really exciting. Maybe because Brooks won, but like, it was. <laughs> I loved it actually. <laughs> yeah. But it was, but it was exciting. Like, it was a good, it was a good one. So yeah. whereas this one kind of didn't have as. Yeah, they're, they're they're a little too similar to each other currently, aren't they? We need one of them to differentiate itself a little bit so that yeah. we can. 
yeah. I think I think it's because you want to know you want to know what you're watching before it happens. Like mm. with the open, you know it's gonna be lots of people running the ball up to the green, it's gonna be very firm, it's gonna be very bouncy, lots of linksy style play happening, not necessarily hitting driver on every hole. Great. With the Masters, you know it's gonna be, you know, it's just like it's it's, it, the, it's the masters. It's the masters, yeah. so it has that kind of gravitas. And then the other two, you're kind of like, well, what are you really? I mean, obviously the course plays such a major part in this because you, what you want from a course, certainly what I want. If I'm sitting down and I'm watching four days of golf, I want to know the certain holes that I can remember and I can yeah. like base my kind of opinions on. Yeah. So one good thing about LA Country Club, there were a few holes. Like you got the the par three that went down to eighty yards. Oh, like eighty three, I think they played it out, which was amazing. Yeah. People spinning it back off that little mound <laughs> that towards yeah, the yeah, hole. Yeah. That was cool. You got the dog leg, like short par four, that's drivable. Um, you know, you've got that two hundred ninety five yard par par uh, three down the hill, the eleventh. You know, there's, yeah. mm. there are certain holes that you look at and you're like, ah, oh, that's quite cool. Yeah, I like the sixth. I think the sixth was my favourite, which is the the kind of weird dog leg where you can either go over the tree onto the green. Like, what, you... Fle- like what Fleetwood did. Yeah. Fleetwood, but Eagle yeah. Did. Yeah. Six, that was so good. Uh, 63 for Fleetwood, by the way. That was so good. Yes, he... so is it, he became the first player to shoot two 63s in the final. Yeah. He's in the final round in or the final round the in US the final Open. round of the US Open. So he hit now his putter was bloody on fire. Mm. Now uh, listen, Tommy Fleetwood with a hot putter. That is good lord. That is exciting for Liverpool. His, his swing looks different. I don't know about you guys. Does it really? I think his swing looks different. What's he do doing? Find, I don't know. Like he, he's with Butch Harmon now, isn't he? And he's like, I'm not even going to get into it. But do you? I'm not going to say it. But do you think there's something different in it? Not really. No. Mildly different. I, I thought. I, I just I feel, looks more solid. I don't know. Like he. I mean, it, bear in mind, he's playing well. Yeah. Like any swing looks more yeah. solid when someone's playing. Yeah, yeah, playing no, well. no. It's just been the last sort of couple of weeks. I've sort of seen a lot of him and it just looks solid. Like he looks really good. Well, there, um, you, there you go, Tommy. Well done. Yeah, well, you've, you've convinced you've, Kieran. Yeah, yeah, Kieran is now a believer. He yeah. was a prolific Fleetwood yeah. hater until, yeah. until <laughs> the last two weeks. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> like Tommy. Me and Jacob worship him in the office. Oh. And every time we talk about him, he actually leaves or like, vomits. So. Like, <laughs> And Finno, like if you're watching this, like just watch out for Kieran. Like yeah. he'd be chirping all the time in the gallery. It's absolutely we met Finno. I don't want to. I don't, wanna, I, yeah, I don't I wanna get on the wrong. Uh, oh God, yeah. What Tommy said end. about him either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Tommy, if Kieran asks you for a photo at the at the Open, tell him no. I think I think he's great, man. No, I think he's he's good. <laughs> you like him now? I think he's, I think that he's was great. the quickest turnaround I've ever seen in my life. Anything you say, I was like, it's so genuine. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. He's looking good. He's looking good. Yeah. He particularly that last round I wonder if the like firmness of the golf course kind of played into his hands a little mm. bit because um, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't he wasn't particularly brilliant the first three rounds he was good but like the last round he just found something magic mm. yeah well he obviously had a bit of a disappointment last week as well it's always hard to kind of come back off a, a I'm saying this like I'm a season PGA Tour pro yeah. if you like lose, knows. if you lose a playoff like yeah. it's very rare that the next week that player will go and win yeah. like, you, you you lost a playoff at a Faldo series event in 2012 or something and I was, I was gone for weeks yeah <laughs> you were ruined gone just gone. I couldn't, yeah. couldn't, couldn't pick up a club. Couldn't even look yeah. at a golf course. Uh, yeah. That's sixty-three thousand. That's sixty-three hundred yards that you played. <laughs> couldn't hack it. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> um, so I think with I think with that, obviously we, we've not really got that long until the final major of the year. Now at Liverpool, we have not. I mean, we can we can have a chat a little bit about what we're thinking going into that. I mean, who who, who impressed you the most this week, and who was like the the biggest disappointment? 
Oh. Well, yeah, Fleet, Fleet with me. Fleet with biggest. He was your biggest, biggest disappointment. No, 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 biggest. <laughs> biggest. Um, that they showed him so much on TV. Yeah. You were sick of it, were you? Yeah. <laughs> that, um, yeah, definitely Fleet with me. The person that actually disappointed me the most was Scheffler. Because Scheffler generally yeah. mm. should have probably won that. Yeah. Um, Been saying that a lot about him this year. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. If, if he could put like an eight, eight handicapper. Yeah. Like he would mm. literally won everything this year. Mm. His putting has just been so bad mm. for, for nobody knows why. But it's just very like, I thought Scheffler was going to have a bit of a charge and like I didn't want him to for this Sunday because yeah. you know, you don't want to, yeah. but like it's, it's just in the back of your head. So every time Jacob does his majors um, prediction for like goes through the stats and works out who he thinks based on you know, trends and stuff, who's going to win. He's like, I don't want to recommend Scheffler again yeah. because he's just like, yeah. he's there every single time. Yeah, yeah he said, um, he said Cantley, didn't he? He said Cantley, Cantley and Fleetwood. Cantley, not, yeah. not good. Was, where was Cantley? He, he, he was, was hanging okay. around. I think he was top 20 in the end. Top of the show, God, you, they showed some of him. And the, what I love is um, the comments, they'll cut to him as he's about to hit which is fine, which is great because they're like, and Cantley on 17 and you know, then he puts and the ball goes in the hole or it doesn't whatever. They cut to him a few times while him and his caddy were discussing what he was going to do. And then you can kind of hear in the background, the commentator's going, bloody hell, he's taking yeah. forever. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, you know, stands, stands where he's going to stand, you know, visualizes the shot, walks back behind it, checks the wind again, takes five practice swings, walks back up to it, waggles, does his little tippy-tap. Tippy tap, yeah. Oh, God. It just takes forever, doesn't he? Yeah. But hey, listen, we all we all approach things like that. Yeah. yeah. I was... I was... Um, I, don't, yeah. I was <laughs> impressed by uh, Gordon Sargent. Mm. Name to look out for in the future. Yeah, he was the low amateur. He was excellent. Yeah. I was... At points, I was like, how come this guy's not 20? Yeah. <laughs> you see that? You see his part on the 18th he's, as well? He's so young. Wow. That was mad. I, I can't even yeah. not even mention That was a long boy. No, on 18. Oh, oh, the one that bounced out. The, oh, yeah. I was watching it in bed this morning and Lauren over my shoulder was like, did that just come out of the hole? Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, yes, it did. <laughs> Good luck. Good I mean, luck. Yeah, I remember watching it. I was like, sort of, I was um, laying down on the sofa and then I almost like sort of double to and like shot up. And yeah. I looked at it, I was like, how did that happen? Well, <laughs> I, thought, I, thought was, I thought it was a glitch. I was, like, what? So I was straight on Twitter and put that, put that straight up. Um, yeah, that was, uh, the other yeah. person that impressed me majorly was Tom Kim. Tom Kim was I wasn't, good, yeah. We were talking, me and Jacob were talking before about we have our draft teams for this year and Tom Kim has been Jacob's disappointment for this year. He was expecting great things from him and he maybe hasn't delivered as much as he would like him to have done. He's just been getting muddy. Yeah, he has been getting very muddy. Yeah. Um, but he was excellent. He was unbelievable. Yeah, he was good. And again, also very, very young, so... It's going to be a big career for that boy the if he continues. The future's yeah. bright, isn't yeah. it? Who disappointed you, Pete? Apart from Rory. <sighs> yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't have, yeah, Rory actually can't And you can't have the country club committee or whatever. Either. Yeah, the USGA. <laughs> yeah. the, me the members, you let yourself down. I think, I mean, I, I can't look past Rory just, just in respects of because I'm just so invested and yeah. I really want to win. And it, it is one of those things that he does want to win obviously more than anybody else but i'm just i just want him to win so much mm. i think um so yeah i'm gonna have to say that even though as we've already mentioned he's had the best second place score in kind of history yeah. of yeah. the us open so he did, but he also did like he did he did like 
drastically reduced press. He didn't like no tailor-made yeah. stuff. Yeah, he said he, he was, didn't he, talk to anyone. Yeah, he took like a Brooks approach. Apparently, he, he basically he, he basically I you know he had this chat with Tiger where Tiger gave him a couple of like swing things. But I imagine also he was like, you need to quit all the other nonsense that you're doing yeah, and concentrate doing on playing golf. Yeah, stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Like this, it, it kind of, it kind of is an example. You're a kind of example of this as well, Pete. Is that like, if you're concentrating on doing lots of other other stuff, it's very difficult to also maintain being great at golf at the yeah, same yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. if you were, if you weren't making videos. You could be playing. You could be playing well, and practicing played much on, more. Played a five. Do you know what I mean? Um, you, could, you could you could be shooting like seventy one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I think. Um, well, you know, a lot. There's a lot that's happened in golf over the past um, few weeks. You know, I'm old enough to remember two weeks ago when wow. he was sticking up for the PJ Tour every week. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's he's definitely had a lot on his shoulders this year and he has become this unofficial spokesman or was this unofficial spokesman for the PJ tour and it does feel like he's probably turned around and said to himself probably the people around him you know I'm just not not doing that anymore yeah. Yeah. it's got me precisely nowhere yeah yeah like he spent all year defending a tour which then took the decision to go against everything that they've been encouraging him to say yeah. So he's bound to feel blindsided. He's bound to feel a bit like, well, what the point was? What was the point of all that? So if he is just going to focus purely on his golf, not do any interviews, not do any of that stuff, I don't think anybody's going to begrudge him that. Wait. I wonder if the PGA and Jay Monahan set this entire thing up to anger Rory so much that he turned into a good golfer again. It's a, right. such a long game. It's a very long game. Yeah. They're like, I tell you what we'll do. We'll reel Rory in and we'll make him be our spokesperson, right? And then we'll betray him publicly in front of everyone and then he'll go and win how, another major. How well will he swing with three <laughs> knives in his back? <laughs> <laughs> God, he's swinging it so Pretty well good. Yeah. He's, he's swinging it so well. I think uh, biggest... I mean, the, the biggest... The person who's pressing me is obviously Wyndham Clark. I mean, he's just... Mm. The way that he handled himself, um, during, it was really impressive to see. Being, never been in a situation like that before, contending mm -hmm. for a US Open, under that pressure, with the course getting harder and harder. Yeah, massive underdog. Yeah, and like, that's the thing. He, he's obviously won this year, but I don't think many people would have picked him at the start of the week to actually win this. And the way that he, he clearly held all that emotion in until he held that last put as well. They just like exploded yes. out of him. <laughs> Crying everywhere. It, it just made that, that two put on the 18th look so easy as well. It's mm -hmm. a 60 foot put. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A 60 foot put. And Under that pressure. It, it just I could imagine what literally every single golfer, like who's not a PJ Tour pro, who's not a Tour pro, whatever, would have been thinking if you tell them you've got two puts to win whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like how many people would actually two put that? Yeah, what um, what distance would you be comfortable two putting for the... Four foot. <laughs> <laughs> and even then it's a bit of a stretch. Uh, it's a stretch. It, it would be lagged. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a two foot, two yeah. foot. <laughs> just, just tear for it, just tear for it. Because yeah. it's like, it's just like, you, oh man, the, the pressure of it. But mm. the, way he hit, the way he hit the ball, it was a perfect pace. He obviously had full control mm. over what he was doing. And then, yeah, as soon as that put dropped, man, it was just, you could just see the relief, the emotion, the everything about it um, was just great. And that's why I don't, even though I am disappointed Rory didn't win, I'm actually really happy that Clark did. 
Okay. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's probably yeah. the best yeah. way to describe mm-hmm. it. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, really happy for him. Really like the way he plays. Um, ah, man. Going on to the final major as well. Mm. Like, I, know? I think they're going to rip it apart. I really, I really do. So you two went recently to Royal yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. Pete got to play. Kieran got to film. Um, sometimes I think actually filming the course, you get like a really kind of, uh, you get a really interesting understanding of how it's going to play because you're viewing it through the lens and stuff. Mm. But Pete, actually hitting shots on it. How does it feel? And, you know, you've been to courses where people, you know, where the, where the big boys have played before. What's the kind of, what's the kind of vibe? How's it feeling as a course that that we we know these guys are going to go and go and attack? I, so I want to put on record here that I actually quite like Royal Liverpool. Is that a hot take? <laughs> but it is like whatever people say outfacing, and I think pros are getting a little bit more outspoken now. Out of the open venues, it's definitely not the strongest. And it's definitely not the most interesting. Like the, the, the common the common joke about Royal Liverpool is that you can stand in the middle and see eighteen flags. Yeah, isn't that <laughs> that's Carter's guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it is very so funny. It, it is very it so funny. is very flat. Um and but, when we when we went there, I think we got down to about maybe the I think it was the eighth or something like that. And we stood I stood there and the open has all these yellow signposts. And you could see hundreds of them around the course. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like we're saying about you want a course where you can anchor onto a few holes that you remember yeah. that you like. You know, you can judge a, a course on. There's only a few at Royal Liverpool that you're yeah. going to remember. Yeah, is yeah. there a new? Is there a new kind of weirdly placed par three? You were saying seventeenth, yeah, the seventeenth, which they've built. So the seventeenth is a new par three. It's only short. It's like max about probably 150, 160 from the back. Yeah. But it's uphill. Um, it's going to be a blind tee shot. But the green is a massive plateau where you're overlooking kind of like the estuary and like is it you see over to Wales. It's an amazing spot. Mm. It's an amazing view. But it is quite out of keeping with the rest of the course. Yeah. And they've built that, I think, so they have a little bit of height because it is like a flat course, obviously. Yeah. A bit of height, a little bit of drama. I can imagine what that's going to look like on TV. And enough space for a grandstand behind it, or there's, no, a, grand, no. there's a grandstand to the right of it. Yeah, just yeah, next they're, to it. They're, yeah. they're going to leave the the back clear so the TV can see over the view. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, they've really tried, and we noticed this when we went. Like, if you think that the fairways at LA Country Club were wide, the fairways at Royal Liverpool are narrow. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh, are they? They are mm. narrow, but we have an issue because. It has rained once in like three weeks in the UK. And if it continues to be as dry, the rough's just going to get burned away. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's going to be no, Correct. there's going to be no defense. Mm. Um, so you'll have a flat course, no rough, yeah. and the very best players in the world angle into attack. Yeah. I think it's yeah. going to be, you're looking at, you're going to be looking at St. Andrews numbers, I think. If the wind doesn't blow. Because let, let's face yeah. it, the, the Lynx courses are. You can have a very, very simple links course, and if the wind is smashing across it at forty miles an hour, that's true. It starts to get interesting. That's, that's, true. Um, that's true. Because there are there are dangers there. You know, there, there are there's a bit of gorse, and like you know, there's nothing to say that there won't be rain. And I mean, there has there up. has been some. You know, in yeah, the, last in night, the, yeah, one, one downpour last night. Yeah, it was that's nuts about it. Um, so you know, we we won't know, but it is going to really suit. And I might 
be having a little bit of bias here when I'm thinking about Tiger winning there. But if it stays this dry and bouncy, you know, you're not really going to have to hit a lot of drivers. No. You know, it's going to really favour those ball strikers with their irons. So that's why I'm thinking Fleetwood, you know. That's why I'm thinking players like Scheffler. God, if I'm... Because mm. I... The first major, this is going to be the first major that I attend um, in person, which is going to be like a really special, you know, golfing moment for me, which is going to be great. If Fleetwood wins at the first major golf tournament that I attend, I'll get a Tommy Fleetwood tattoo. <laughs> wow. Really? All right. What, what's going to be a Tommy Fleetwood tattoo there? It's just a hat with the hair coming out of it. I think we get like a, or, or I, I think a Christ the Redeemer type of pose with just like Tommy's head on there. Do, do you know, I take, fairway I, Jesus on I take the like the swing arc that that you can make on uh, whatever that app is, Shot Tracer app. I take that, get that tattooed. Obviously. Nah, nah, nah. It's, it's got to be his face. Got to yeah. be okay. It's got to be Tommy Fleetwood's face on your forearm. So every time you like grip a club, you just see yeah. him. Just there. Yeah, I'll take, yeah. But right. like, but not a good one. Like a bit of a bad tattoo. Like done left-handed by like, a, and by an apprentice. Like done on Sunday night. <laughs> done, done on Sunday night somewhere down in the Wirral. Just like yeah, some, we can do it. Some dodgy guy in his garage. Like <laughs> um, now it doesn't feel safe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Listen, you've heard it here first. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. <laughs> um, before before we get to the open, shall we just quickly go through the standings of our major draft so that we are prepared for the open? Yeah. Um, there was a little bit of change before this tournament that just happened, the US Open. So let's go through where we're up to so that we can kind of preface the Open as accurately as possible. Okay. So if um, you are a new listener to the podcast, at the start of the year, uh, myself, Kieran, Mick, and Jacob, who isn't here, we picked our draft teams for the majors. So it's four players. There's been a little bit of swapping and changing uh, with penalties enforced if you do swap a player out because of injuries, for example. Um, and then Mick last week just completely just, ripped just his team apart. Just like, it had enough. Yeah. Uh, just got rid of people. Um, yeah. And then anytime you swap a player in, you've got to take a miscut number. Very simple. If, like, for example, this week, who's our highest finish? Who's got Rory? Um, Jacob has. Jacob has Rory. got Rory. Yeah. So Jacob got two points for Rory because he finished second. Uh, you got Sheffler. Sheffler you? So three points. You got I had Cam Smith. Four. So yeah. four. So basically you get a, the point awarded for their position. <laughs> makes, makes my team, you just went through your highest scores. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes my team look so bad. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a minute. Um, and then the person with the lowest number of points at the end of the year is going to be the winner. So what are we on so far? Okay, so just quickly, Pete's team, Ram, Smith, Burns, Molinari. Jacob is McElroy, Tom Kim, Victor Hovland, Adrian Moronk. Kieran has Lowry, who he subbed in after Zalatoris, uh, said his season was over. Scheffler, Finau, Kepka. I've got Fitzpatrick, Morikawa, Sunjay Im, and Matsuyama, who I subbed in to get rid of Rob McIntyre. Um, <laughs> heartlessly, in Pete's opinion, but you know, he, he hasn't gone to any of the majors, so it doesn't make any sense to keep him in the team. Can't believe it. I can. I just don't understand why you're not sticking with your team. Uh, um, because I don't think he's going to go to the Open either, so I'd be taking a miscut for him. So I've taken a hit this time around so that imagine if when it comes to the open and Hideki the, wins and Hideki wins it uh, Rob McIntyre is definitely with <laughs> can't wait okay so current standings um uh oh actually let's go through yeah let's go through who you had so Pete you had Ram finished 10th Smith finished 4th Burns finished 32nd and Molinari missed the cut 
92 players missed the cut. Ouch. So you get 92 big, points for that. Big field, isn't it? Big field. That's big. 92 it's players. That's really annoying. Molinari was leading after three holes as well. <laughs> <laughs> there was a text in the group chat. Oh, this is his year. <laughs> Uh, Jacob McElroy obviously came second. Tom Kim finished eighth. Hovland 19th. Moronk missed the cut. Mm. Uh, I had Fitzpatrick seven, who finished 17th. Morikawa 14th. Matsuyama, who was my sub, finished 32nd. Thank you, Hideki. Sunjay Im missed the cut. <laughs> Kieran Mulhall. Lowry, your sub, finished 20th. Yep. Scheffler finished third. Finau finished 32nd. Kepka finished 17th. No missed cuts That's for the, the second tournament in yeah. a row. And, and, no, and to be honest, if like Zalatoris wasn't, he didn't. He obviously missed the cut, but he withdrew. Yeah. So like, so technically you've had no. Missed technically, cuts. I've kind of had no missed cuts, but I've had to take it serious. Honestly, this very strong. Some yeah. It's, you're it's doing well. You're doing well. extremely well. So that, well. so if we go through the actual ongoing points totals. I am last with 590 points, <laughs> having taken a missed cut for Sunjay Im, you know, not making the cut, and then another one for subbing out Rob McIntyre, 590 I'm on. Peter Finch, you're on 466. Literally, my boy Francesco is, is just... The, is the big one he, for you, isn't it? I, I would be leading if I had picked pretty much anybody else in the golfing world apart from Francesco Molinari, I think. Well, you've also missed your chance to sub him out because if you sub him out now, you're taking a missed cut I, I'm anyway. Not, I'm not going to sub him out for the Open. No Because yeah, he might be quite good for the Open, you know. Because like, yeah. this, is, this, is this, is, this is it now for him. Yeah. Unless he performs well in the Open, he's not going to make the Ryder Cup in Rome. No. He's... Not going to be my favorite golfer anymore. Which is, <laughs> <laughs> Such a lie. <laughs> which is obviously the big, like, motivating factor yeah. for him. So, will you change your um, concentrating on the skills challenge? Will you change your concentrating on the skills challenge mantra if he doesn't win the open? Yeah, he's, he's going to be dead to me. It's going to be Stenson Morikawa. No, Stenson's gone as well. <laughs> Stenson's gone as well. All yeah. right. It's just going to be Wyndham Clark. Wyndham Clark. 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 <laughs> it's quite, Clark. It doesn't have the same kind Clark. of ring to it, unfortunately. Clark. Um, yeah, so you're on 466. In second place, Jacob, with 375. And Kieran, even having made a missed cut sub, 326. Yeah, yeah. So you're winning by nearly 50 points. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting one because, like, the Open's so unpredictable. Yes. It's so unpredictable. So... I'm I'm still confident in my team. Maybe uh, Burns finally started to play a little bit of good golf, um, but I don't. You need Molinari to pull I, his finger out. I, don't I, you? I need Molinari to pull more than a finger out. I need to pull a lot out. <laughs> <laughs> to pull out a sub a subpar pull, round. All his fingers and all his toes need to come out. Yeah, and it needs to start. But well, fingers crossed. Um, um, so the only other news from the Open is that Tiger has already withdrawn. Yeah, he's out. He's gone. Um, it, it's not big a surprise for me, really, but. No. He's just like he's at the end now. Yes. Oh, I, wow. I think he's going to give it. If he doesn't play in anything next year, then I think we could officially call him kind of unofficially retired. Do you think he'll ever? You know, I mean, we do get some of the kind of older players still, you know, qualifying. You know, I uh, was it Podrick Harrington who won the. What did he win? He won the, the Seniors US Open or something to qualify for this, he, this he year? He can still play in all of them. Like, can he? He can still keep well, going for Yeah, because he's been able to play in the Open for a bit. I think that exemption's like 10. Oh, is he still there? 
actually available? Maybe not. Um, so must, he must be surely. Hmm? So he will probably qualify now, um, potentially through his world ranking. But yeah. I, I don't. I don't really know. Like he does seem to pop up still in yeah. events and majors and everything else. But like I said, he is bossing it on the on the seniors tour. So. Mm-hmm. Those do give him a little yeah, bit of leeway. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So yeah. the, the question is, do you do you think that Tiger will ever officially go right? That's it. I'm not going to do it anymore. Or do he'll just leave the door open forever, and we'll all be in a constant state of sleep paralysis. <laughs> it, it, you, you never say never with Tiger, but like with all the players who continue to, yeah, appear in these majors. If you want to talk about Harrington, you know there are other examples out there. All these players are still physically able to walk. Correct. That's, that's a big advantage that Which they have. Which I think is pretty important. Very important. Padre, by the way, is just, he's like a fine wine. <laughs> he's just aging so well and just like producing some great, great results. Would you have him in the Ryder Cup team? Is he captain? No. no. Luke Donald. Friend Luke Donald. Oh, yeah, Luke Donald's captain. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another player doesn't like. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Hates him. Podrick was the last captain. Wasn't yeah. He? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sorry, I was, I was getting confused. Um, I think he could do a job, can he? <laughs> could do a job. <laughs> no, he's gonna, someone's gonna have to do Molinari's job. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure like Podrick is hitting it further now than he was when he was that's kind it, of in, yeah, his, what I mean, yeah. in his main tour. It's, pomp. That, isn't it? it's that blooming Diner Power, mate. Tell you. Oh, that Wilson driver is yeah, insane. Just, I think he just loves it as well, doesn't he? Like, yeah, he grinds. He does it. He yeah. loves it. Apparently, oh, they, on the commentators were saying that he's. He loves to grind. He loves to go out there and try and get better, mm. even though he's, you know, in the kind of the over-the-hill section of his career. The in autumn of his career. Yeah, well done. How but poetic. It, but it is a long autumn. Oh. It's, it's an Indian summer. Yeah. It's been autumn for a while. Yes, the, the, le- <laughs> the leaves have turned golden, but they have yet to drop. Yeah, some of them have started yes, he, <laughs> in, a, in, a, in, a heavy, in a heavy wind. His career has not turned into the brown mulch which sits on the forest floor. He is still... Full of leaves right now, mm. and it's fantastic to see. Do like Paddy, yeah, nice guy. Um, <laughs> nice guy, nice yeah, guy. You love met him. him. How many times yeah. you met him? I'm not met him, but he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's lovely insight from someone who hasn't met him. <laughs> what? What a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. What a nice guy. Uh, he was actually really nice to him the time I didn't meet him. <laughs> well, do you remember all the times we've actually met Tommy? He's a really nice guy, yeah. and that didn't convince Kieran. No, so, like people he's not met. <laughs> so Kieran hates Tommy Fleetwood, but he loves Podrick Harrington. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Luke Donald apparently. Um, <laughs> he wants the US to win the Ryder Cup because of Brooks Koepka. That's fine. Unbelievable. Um, we're going to Scotland. Uh, we are. Yeah. We are going to Scotland. When are we going to Scotland? So, uh, I am. Um, yeah, I, I've asked Pete about four times already today because I'm like trying to get. I'm, I need to know about these kind of things. So, so on, talk mean, us through your entire schedule for the next five, five, six days. So, so physically, I don't actually know how I'm doing it, but <laughs> I, I've got to go down to London tomorrow oh. um, via Woburn, and then okay. staying in London, playing in London the day after. Then going up to Scotland, uh, St Andrews, there for three or four days. Then we're across to Dundonald for another six and then back home. So oh. that's the trip. It's gonna be it's gonna be flaming good. Um are we telling people what we're recording while we're there or No, we don't know. Well they don't need to know. I don't know what we're doing yet. Oh, yes we do. But, I, yeah, but the next no pub the next podcast will probably be from Dundonald, wouldn't it? Or we uh, could do it from St Andrews. Probably done Donald. Yeah, yeah, done Donald. Yeah, done Donald. I think we're going to be pretty pretty ramoed um, for that weekend. So it's going to be cool. Um, playing some nice courses. Playing St Andrews, not the old course. 
We're playing a different course in Saint. Well, playing two different courses in Saint Andrews actually, uh, which I'm quite excited about. And then obviously Dundonald, Dundonald. Yes. I think we might try and play one, or they might try and get over to Presswick potentially. But um, it's going to be exciting trip. Love it up there. But obviously, I'd be moving up there if I could. Um, <laughs> Just putting you on notice. <laughs> we uh, we are actually going to be spending a lot of time in Scotland. We are there. Obviously, next week, then we're back for a week, then we're there again the week after, then we are back for the, I think, the Scottish Open that we're there, then we're back for the Open, and then we're home for a week, and then we are doing, well, the biggest... Yeah, the most ridiculous... (laughs) The biggest project we've ever done. Um, So if you haven't heard this, kind of we announced it in last week's podcast, the week with Paul. The week before. The week before. We've We've been planning this for about 18 months, but... We are playing the most northerly mainland UK course um, all the way down south to the southerly. There's a bike trip in the UK called Land's End to John Gross or John Gross to Land's End. And we are cycling that route. We? We. (laughs) Hold on, we didn't sign up for this nonsense. (laughs) Surprise. I'm going to be in a support vehicle. I'm I'm doing Forrest Gump. I want to start. I don't want people behind me just (laughs) cycling. And then you'll get to the end and you'll just stop and everyone will go, I want to go home now. So we're going to do that. It's going to be over 20 days, a thousand miles, stopping every second day at a golf course to play a match. It's going to be intense. And I think we finally got the name. So after many suggestions. It's called. (laughs) It's called a fairway down. So a fairway is in a golf fairway down. See what we did there? See what we did there? And it's a fairway down, a fairway (laughs) down. So like, where are you going? I'm going a fairway down. Yeah. Do you mean like a fair way down or do you mean like a fair way down? Mm-hmm. It's like, a, you know, mm-hmm. it's a play on words. It's yeah, absolutely it's, hilarious. Know, it's, it's, um, it's grammatical. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Very proud of it. English. Now, we were actually going to go for, who, I think it was Carly who suggested this originally. We were going to go for the Ryder Cup. Oh, uh, God, yeah. yeah, yeah that was yeah. so was good. Which would have been great, but I can only imagine the legal implications yeah. of trying to pull that off. So. I mean, in a Ryder Cup year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bit awkward uh so a fair, Come on, watch this one instead a fair way down it is which very very excited about uh the trading's been going okay um we've also had and i want to say this we've also had a lot of offers to visit certain courses a lot of offers of help we I've, I've managed to pretty much get back to everyone i think um but if not and you do want to get involved with this we're going to be releasing more and more info over the next couple of weeks but if you want to email info at finchgolfmedia.com and you want to offer anything, just, just go through that. That's the easiest yep. way. Um, I, I'm just not able to get back to the amount of messages that come through on social at the moment. So yep. that's probably the easiest way to get in contact with us for that. But more information will be announced as we go. And also... Speaking of things being announced... Mm. Yes. There you go. See, I like, I like how we're kind of giving segues to each other now. <laughs> no, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I really good. liked it. Um, we did a giveaway to celebrate 10,000 subscribers on the Rough Cut Golf Podcast YouTube. If you're watching, amazing. If you haven't subscribed already, please do. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast provider, please subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. We did a giveaway for a driver of a person's choice for being a subscriber and to celebrate that landmark now we have drawn the winner we will get in contact with said winner as well and get that driver shipped off to them i just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who did take part if you do not get a reply to your original comment then you did not win i'm afraid but there will be many giveaways to come 
Yes, we yes, they will. Um, do we have any other business? I don't think so. We're good. I think that's a f- yeah. Yeah, we we, we picked What's a winner. Picked a winner. One oh four. Yeah. Wow. Bloody good at this. Our podcast. Do you know what that is? It's because Jacob waffles. Yeah. <laughs> he don't half go on that just kid. Gives it just gives <laughs> a little what. There's no stats today. No stats, <laughs> zero stats. We, we should next time he comes in, we'll say, "Yeah, could you give us a multi-page breakdown of why Cantley did not win this?" Yeah, <laughs> he's only got one more opportunity to get it right. That's he's, true. He's only got one more opportunity to pick Cantley again. Again, <laughs> well, you were you were saying this last time, like he is just one of the best golfers who has never won anything. He's oh, just the most consistent, isn't he? He's yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's just in every kind of metric, he is just up there. Just, just good. It's just the one metric that kind of counts for most people of like actually wanting somebody to win. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. ain't there yet. Yeah, I, have to, there I have yet. to actually like you in order to root for you, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sure he's like, I'm sure he's a nice guy. This well, I don't know. Ask Kieran. He's never met him. Oh, yeah. He's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh by the way, good. by the way, also, um, Pete, obviously Pete's just regaled you with a story of where he's going to London and Woburn and whatever. Me, Jacob and Kieran are actually going to drive up to Scotland together. I'm going to drive. These two are going to be the passengers. So comment below songs that we should definitely listen to on the way to, the, <laughs> on the way to Scotland because I asked Kieran this morning and he had zero suggestions. So we, no, we're taking... No, you told me to make a playlist. I'm going to make a playlist. No, okay. no, no, I'm gonna don't do, do not get Kieran to make a playlist. Is it bad? It's, it's just going to be songs from TikTok and they're going to last seven yeah, seconds. Honestly, <laughs> it is literally just TikTok music. And like... <laughs> Kieran has a tendency to like listen to songs where you can't actually understand the lyrics. Okay. Now <laughs> you said that, that to me once. I remember. That yeah. is very interesting. I you say that to me. Um, you have quite good car music. I, I have exceptional taste in music. Actually, you have very good car music. <laughs> My Spotify does anyway. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah. So we're we're all going to drive up together, which is going to be a hilarious part of the trip, I imagine. There will be a podcast from Dundonald, mm-hmm. and then after that is Open Prep, is not? Mm. Scottish Open Prep. Scottish well, actually, Scottish no, it's uh, the other challenge that we're doing. Oh, yeah. God, well. you haven't even yeah, spoken about that one. No, we've not. We're not but telling anyone I'm, about that. We're not we? telling anyone about that one yet, just because I've only got one thing confirmed out of the three. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah. Ah. Mm. Yes. That is going to be a tall order. <laughs> oh god! Hey, playing fifty-four holes. Oh god! Anyway, um, <laughs> so guys, just want to say a huge thank you for watching on the YouTube. Huge thank you for listening on your favorite podcast provider. Give us a follow on everything if you haven't already. And yeah, I just want you to have the best week possible. That's about it. Join the Discord, and we'll see you later. See you later. See you in Dundonald. Mm, Sad.